Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Splowey. Today on the show, I have a hip hop artist, producer, photographer, uh, Neely. Uh, his uh, debut uh, self-titled EP came out on my birthday, actually, January 11th. It's not like the uh, Neely EP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out on, on my birthday. I just looked that up and I'm like, oh, bet we have something to talk about. That's that was cool. so nice of you. You dropped your project on my birthday. Yeah, something like that. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today? Okay. Pretty good. Um, I've... Uh, been here most of the afternoon. I started the uh, the new season of Stranger Things finally, which I have been meaning to get to for a while. Yeah, so we're behind on that. Yeah, it's good. It's good so far. Uh, some new dark elements uh, being uh, inserted into the show. But um, yeah, no, things are going really well though. Um, here most of the time. Uh, when was the last time you were here? Shit, when was the last time I was here? I was here randomly the last time I was here. I forgot what I came through for. It was something random. I, I, told I got you. Guy. Hey, well, what are you drinking on? Uh, cold brew. Collectivo? Uh, actually, uh, what is it? Uh, Rochambo? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Rochambo's dope. Yeah, I just recently started going there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a cute little like yeah. you know artsy spot like in the midst of like all the bars and shit like yeah, on Brady. I didn't know that it was like a cafe, and then I just recently found out it was upstairs. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I fuck with Rochambeau though. Well, so what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we uh, examine love and fear through our creative and passionate minds, and uh, I, you know, I think that there's a lot to learn from you know people that uh turn sound and words into something that uh you know other people can relate to and, and take meaning from so you know needless to say i love talking to hip-hop artists and you know musicians in general so um so nearly to start uh i guess uh the question i like to begin with is always you know i guess like how did you really start finding music as an outlet for yourself growing up uh, well, I've always been like kind of a music fanatic. I think around maybe like sixth grade is when I started like getting online and finding shit that I like personally like. Yeah. What were you listening to? Um. Ooh, what was I listening to? Fucking. I was a big fan of the Gym Class Heroes. Knuckers? Of course. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was a big fan of Gym Class Heroes. Um. Uh, the Postal Service, Junior Boys. Uh, like, this like. Subgenre emo shit and that's electronica. A, that's an eclectic uh, blend there. The Postal Service. Yeah. And Gym Class Heroes. And that, I I love the Postal Postal Service. Uh, ben Gibbard was just uh, on a track on a uh, Chance's Chance, new album. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, so you started listening to like uh, so. What about like the emo electronica did you like I guess start finding most interesting? I mean, uh, I really don't know. I just know like listening to the radio, like certain songs that would stand out and like that fucking uh take a look at my girlfriend. I was like, who yeah. the fuck is this? And then you know, I got the gym class heroes, this cruel yeah. this cruelest school children album and then like the rest is history and then yeah. like 
being on Pandora and then them playing other artists related to them. Yeah. Then uh, I started making music like freshman year of my high school year. And I'm just kind of behind the scenes helping like, had a friend who was in this off season of basketball mm -hmm. and he needed, <laughs> he needed a new way to get bitches. As he put ah, it, right. and he said, like, "I'm yeah. start making music," and he was actually decent at it. So I was like, "I love music. I should, I should give it a shot." So, yeah. No. Um, yeah. What was his name? Uh, Trayvon. <laughs> Shout out Trayvon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So, like, uh, was it kind of just like a, like a bedroom recording sort of thing at first? Yeah, basically. First time I went to the studios with um, with Bonnie, Von Alexander. Oh, shout out Von. One of our uh, city's finest rappers. Yeah, he took me to my first uh, recording studio, and I was with uh, Sherrod. Also, one of Milwaukee's finest rappers, Sherrod Sloans. Um, yeah. So, when it, do you are you much of a performer? Uh, I mean, I do perform. I wouldn't consider my well. I guess that's part of being an artist. So well, it's not for every, not for all. I mean, some people like just work really, really hard in the studio the whole time and that's kind of how they like yeah you know that's like the the focal point of their crafts other artists like to make a bunch of songs and don't necessarily like you know recording isn't like the emphasis of their process and they just like to perform a lot entertain people so i mean i don't know like i mean sean sison he's one of he's a really really great singer out here in milwaukee and he like never performs I was fortunate enough to see him like when he performed at company a couple months ago, but he was saying that like he spends as much time as he can in the studio but doesn't really perform much. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I haven't really been doing that many shows. Do I'll do like a little pop out guest set every now and then. Got you. Like, what was your first time like performing in front of people? And how, I honestly can't remember. I just kind of did it. And it's just like that every time. Well, me personally, it's just kind of like just get up there it's just kind of like a like a car crash everything just happens so fast it's just like what the fuck just happened i did that what, what's going on <laughs> right where right. you're just caught in that like immediacy of yeah. it yeah and it just like yeah i feel like that's kind of the mindset i've found myself in when it comes to like like getting nervous or having a lot of like adrenaline like i'll get nervous before an interview i'll get nervous before like I'm going on a date or something like that and like I, you kind of just have to like you know put a wall between yourself and your anxious thoughts and be like I'm doing this like yeah basically it's already being like expected of me so I'm just gonna show out and whatever happens happens right yeah performing is weird though because it, it always varies with crowds and shit because like I mean Sometimes people are there for the music and some people just kind of like what's about to happen. Yeah and Then it's just a bunch of motherfuckers just staring at you as you're just like pouring your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah, 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 so um, so I guess like uh, How would you describe like the process of your your Neely EP? Like was it just like a bunch of songs that you were you've been sitting on for like a long time or were they all crafted specifically for a project? Well, I mean, I just kind of had a bunch of like ideas and then like initially when I started making music I wasn't rapping on my own beats I was just kind of like here and here having one of my beats mm -hmm. because it just wasn't there but like around the time I started recording a new EP I built up like enough instrumentals to be like yeah I can rap on this 
Sure. So, uh, you know, just like ideas around beats that I had made, like before I started working on my album. So just give people a taste of like what's to come, but I still don't think people are going to be ready for like the album. It's like, it's, I say it's kind of abstract. I think it's abstract. Okay, well, um, I like abstract. Um, it's an entire section at the art museum, right? <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, so uh, let's talk about it. So I guess, um, so for one, I guess like, what did you want people to know about you with your, with this debut EP that you made? Like, I guess like, how do you feel like it was like a, in, an introductory statement to Neely and to who you are as an artist? Uh, I feel like a lot of the music is like personified. I put a lot of myself in it. Like it's a track on a project called No Scrubs and uh, probably smoking weed before the art show. I feel like Donnie Darko with an art hoe. I oh, love Donnie Darko and it's like, yeah. just little shit like that. So just kind of like various sounds that I fuck with on top of like me personifying my bars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, that is a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. You like a, you like psychological thrillers a lot? I love them. Yeah. I do too. Uh, Beautiful Mind is another one of my favorites. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, early uh, 2000s also. It's about a dude with schizophrenia. Oh, that's a list. Yeah, no, he's like a professor, and um, like he, all these people that you believe are real, like just from the story, are all figments of his imagination. Um, yeah, no, I love psychological thrillers, psychological, psychological horror. Uh, the Machinist is another one of my favorites. Uh, that's with Christian Bale. Is that where he was like super skinny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's like super gray and shit. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your other favorite uh, movies of that nature? I'm a big film fan. I, I like kind of like mostly like psychological thrillers and horror. Like, um, I like movies a lot, man. Fucking, uh, Punch Drunk Love, one of my favorites. It's a great movie. One of probably Adam Sandler's best movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eternal Sunshine with Spotless Mind. Yeah. Um, there's a recent horror film called It Follows. That's super dope. Oh, man. I, I So I love horror movies so much, bro. Like, I. <laughs> dude. I almost wore my uh, Pet Cemetery shirt by this one with a plain white tee. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well. Uh, when we, do it, when we do this again, you're wearing your pet cemetery shirt. <laughs> but um, man, I no, I'm, I'm I didn't used to like horror movies. Like I used to be like really sensitive, and I would get like freaked out by that shit. But like, no, I've found like especially like a lot of horror movies that have come out in the past decade. Like it follows is honestly one of the best ones. Yeah. Because like the concept is just so like it's kind of corny. But it's done, it takes a really corny concept and, and like, amplifies how, like, creepy it can be, you know? Yeah, it's super, it's just super eerie. It's, like, so simple, but, like, eerie at the same time. And, like, the shots in that shit are great, especially, yeah. like, it's the one scene where in the, in the back car seat after fucking, and yeah. uh, he, like, fucking drugs her, but beforehand she's, like, playing with the fire, and then her hand drops, like, limp, like, lifelessly. Yeah. Just beautiful. Oh right, yeah. No, like, yeah. The just I, I think that some of the scariest uh, film like shots and sequences come from when you're just like 
when you kind of like when you know something that the 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 character doesn't know you know like when you're um just anticipating something really brutal and shit happens so like when you're seeing like the the like the person that's like coming to like follow and kill them like when you see them approaching really far away it's like that shit like it's terrifying. exactly where it follows the fucking old lady across the schoolyard and yeah. shit then the hallway just yeah. um, so uh so back to your music i guess like um yeah so tell me a little bit about um yeah like so you tell me about this album that you're currently working on i guess like uh what's like relevant to you in terms of like the subject matter that you're presenting with it like how do you feel like it's going to move like you forward as an artist and or i guess like how do you, how would you define it as a next step uh i just feel like it's like a like a better it's like the needy ep but like way more expanded i'm like covering a bunch of like different sounds and like uh also like this personifying it's just like when you hear it, it, it it evokes like a lot of moods. So like, man, yeah, this basically like it's kind of like putting myself in the music. So it's like you get a a different aspect of me through throughout the project. And each song is basically like unique. Mm-hmm. Have you recorded any of the tracks yet? Yeah, I'm almost done. I have seven tracks right now, one for nine. Nice. So n- none of them have been released yet, though? No singles or anything yet? Nothing. So give me an example, like, give me one song off there that, you know, I guess, like, you want to describe that, if, that you know, I guess a good um, example. Well, the name of the project's 96 Neon. Last year, I got my first car, and it's a 96 Neon. Oh, nice. And most of the songs have been inspired inside the car. And, um, let's see if I can... I would say uh, all of that is cool. It's kind of like it's the intro to the project, and it's like a lot of transitions, a lot of beat switches, and uh, it kind of goes for me like kind of boom bap to a little boppy bounce. Mm-hmm. Then the hook goes super hard, and uh, basically throughout, I'm just kind of talking about like life and myself, uh, living like a legend, authentic with my persona. I don't fuck with niggas, I'm better off as a loner. She infatuated, but little baby, I don't want you. Niggas die local, bury me in Barcelona. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have, a, like, a release date or anything, like, when you're hoping to get the project out by? Uh, I've really been just kind of, like, crafting the project as I go along. I started making it uh, shortly after me and now released the Postmodern Abyss project. Oh, yeah. So maybe, like, September, November of last year. Hopefully, have it done by the end of this year. If not, begin the next year. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Nile, good homie of ours. Shout out Nile. He's in the building somewhere, but he had to go take a call. Nile's just dope. Like, and I met him at a, a Team Ugly show, but just kind of like casually, and then um, I think through like me and him checked out my music and he was fucking on my music. Checked out his music, he was fucking on my music, and uh, sent me a song to do, and that's uh, fucking Nights, that's on tomorrow. And then after that, uh, we just realized we had like a lot of more shit in common, and we had like similar goals, so like, it was kind of like a natural connection, nothing was forced, so yeah, you just, you just, you're on the same shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
um, that, I mean, that's how collab projects work, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a matter of not feeling like you need to do anything you're not doing, you know? It's just like... I will say, I feel like Postmodern Abyss was a little bit too, like, out there. You wanted to go for, like, a, something real and traditional and conventional. And I feel like it was way too out there for people. As in, like, it's inaccessible almost? Or... Like, I don't know, I just feel... I kind of feel like it went over people's heads. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I like that kind of shit. I feel like a lot of the music I, I emotionally relate to most is music that, you know, is... That just sort of rejects the... Like the expectation of the, the pop standards of like what what it is at the time and just blow people away, you know. And also on '96 Neon, there's a lot of like alternative like song structures. So like, shit's not like chorus verse, chorus verse would be like verse, back and forth verse, chorus, mm-hmm. bridge type shit. Sure, sure, yeah. So I imagine like you. So it sounds like you listen to a lot of different kinds of music. Like you know yeah. you don't. You, I imagine you have a pretty wide array of influences. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of reflected on the project. Why do you think it's important, like, even though you are a hip-hop artist, why it's important to be listening to various kind, like, styles and approaches to music? I feel like having, like, more than, more than one influence or, like, of, like, listening to multiple genres kind of gives you, like, a, um like a bit of an advantage because like I feel like right now there's a lot of singularity especially on the radio a lot of shit sounds the same a lot of artists get mixed up with other artists so it's like it's, it's nice to like have ideas coming from like all around the board mm-hmm. you know I feel like if you if you keep your ear to the streets and like are always open-minded to like what's going on and what's to come you're always gonna like make good music yeah so it's like a non-hip-hop artist that you're that like you're really fucking with right now. Um, Dylan Brady, he's like a producer, singer. He uh, he's he's working with um Laura Les. They have this group right now called One Hundred Gex. Okay, it's sure. some super weird like internet multiple genre. Like they're literally like mixing like every genre, and it's like it's called. I love it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I think fusion artists are some of the most talented artists there are. Yeah. You know, you have to be familiar with, like, structures and and uh, all different components of, like, every different, like, you know, style of music, whether it's rock or jazz or funk or hip-hop. Like, yeah, exactly. you just have to be well-versed in, you know, what, you know, how each of those is produced, so... Let us sell wake up. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks. Did, do you? Are you gonna drink this or can I have it? You can have it. Okay, I'm thir- I don't know why I'm thirsty as hell right now. So one, I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, like producing. So I guess like um, between so since you're you're a rapper and a producer, like I guess like uh, um, how do you decide like when you want to do one or or you want to like focus more on the other? Like you know, depending on the day. You just go I really just kind of go with the flow, like always. And like even when I sit down to make a beat, I'm not like, hey, I'm about to make a this type of beat. I'm just like, 
open a program and like, all right, let's see what I can do. Yeah. So yeah, just like whatever comes to me really, cause like, I feel like I could rap all the fucking time, but like when it comes to like producing, it's like, it's, it's different. Audio programming is like pretty fucking cool and like simple once you get the hang of it. And like executing ideas is like really like hard in the beginning, but like over time you get like an idea of like what you can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I enjoy like doing a little bit of both. I, but mostly like recently I've been like mostly producing. Uh, I did some shit with, I did drop on Moody's project. Shout out Moody. Shout out to Moody. Actually, uh, may or may not have scheduled her for a show today, but who knows? Yeah, who who knows? knows? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, Moody's dope. Uh, some shit with D Bridge. Uh, I, I produced uh, Mine's next project. I don't know if he's talking about that yet, but well, ooh, it's out oh. now. Oh, fuck! Cliffhangers! <laughs> um, got some shit with Now. I don't know when he's gonna release it. Um, who else? Just sent Cam some shit. Yeah. Uh, I just actually I didn't know Cam moved to Atlanta. <laughs> he, he did it real still like under the radar. I yeah. found it like maybe a few days before he did it. Like what? Yeah. Like for real? Yeah. Cause I asked him to be on the show. He's like, Oh, bro, I'm in Atlanta right now. Like, Oh, I didn't know. I was like, you know, the the meme yeah, of like, the, <laughs> yeah, like blinking. That was, that was me when I saw that. But yeah, I mean, so, and that's the thing is a lot of people do stay like very like um they stay very low key on you know their locations and like just uh where just the proximity of themselves because like there will also be some people that have like been here the whole time but you just haven't heard from them in so long and yeah you're just wondering like what happened to that person like what are they doing now like you know are they like working on some stuff did they decide to move on to something else like it's and I think that that's largely attributed to just how much we rely on social media to see what people are on all the time. Yeah, yeah, man. I just watched that fucking uh, that the great uh, hack documentary okay. last night. That shit was crazy. Like it's, it was something I already knew, but it was just kind of like, what the fuck was it about? Uh, how like um, this couple of their name Cambridge. Analytica or some shit like that. They were like helping the whole like Trump campaign and how they were like targeting certain people and like going fucking um you know between the lines and shit and collecting data from Facebook mm -hmm. illegally and like from like people like listening on people's phones and like Jeez. targeting the undecided people and then targeted them with like certain ad campaigns to just. It's, it's freaky. It's real freaky. Man, we're being controlled. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Yeah. I deleted my Facebook this year. Yeah, how's that, how's that been? Very chill. A good release. Facebook is ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, just, I think that's the one I use the most out of social networks. Um, I used to. I used to, too. So, like, it was a, it was a bit of a transition, but I just kind of got fed up with Facebook. And... All the shit that comes with it. So I think about how much of like just how much of a release, but also sort of like a void I need to fill. It would be if I did like get rid of my Facebook because like I do 
sit on it for copious amounts of time every That's day. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, I just, just scrolling like pointlessly. Yeah, like if I think of, if I think of somebody or, or something, I have I, I always am looking it up and yeah, I'm just like scrolling mindlessly on my feed if I'm bored or if I just need stimulation with my mind and my hand. But like, um, if I didn't have that, it's like what would I do? Like, you know, I'd be having to go outside and kick rocks until I could think of something better to do. But even then, it's like. You know, why don't I, it's like, I imagine that gives you so much more time to just like focus on the things you like doing that you're good at. Like, so you, I met, like, I guess like, how did removing your Facebook, like use your time more for instead of like spending it on social media? Just kind of not being on social media and figuring out ways to spend my time instead of like just scrolling all the time. Like started making a lot more beats, started focusing on my album more. Uh, marketing strategies, research on how like, uh, yeah, just marketing, do the, the rollout for my next shit's gonna be amazing. Mm. Good shit, man. Well, uh, you got like, uh, are we talking like, um, some like merch and shit? Merch, videos, like just cool social media shit too. Uh, you steps. said I'm getting, you said I'm getting a, a Neely shirt. Is that what you said? I got you. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. No, I mean, I, I love, uh, I need to get more local merch myself, so. Word. All that stuff. So, how, what, so, like, on the flip side, what's the challenge of, like, you know, not being on social media? Like, what makes it, how, what, like, how does it make things harder? Uh, I guess, like you said, the release. Like, you know, you kind of, like, just always want to post or, like, say something. And then I kind of just transitioned to Instagram and Twitter, and I barely use those, but, like, when I do, post is like with meaning so yeah 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 i feel like yeah it would make it for me personally it would make it a lot harder to like do what i do just because like my show and like you know just things i share with people like i have to share it like this content with people and post about it if people are going to know about it yeah so that people can see I guess like and it's a new challenge but like I'm, I'm willing to work around that right yeah well it's good no it's commendable I mean it's not like I could be publishing my uh, my, uh breaking and entering articles in the newspaper you know <laughs> like like they used to um it's like I have to rely on Facebook to do that so um yeah but um yeah so uh so photography uh so I understand uh, you know your way around a camera, so like, I Not guess, really. <laughs> well, like, I guess what kind of got you into the medium? Uh, well, I think one day I was just kind of like tricking off on Urban Outfitters, and it's this, uh, the camera I use is the Instax Y300, and it's like, you see the little mini uh, Polaroid pictures, Polaroid pictures, mm -hmm. uh, they have like a wider version of it, and I, I've been wanting it for a second, and uh, yeah, I think I might have been like 20 bucks off than a regular price on this guy. And like, I always wanted to do photography, but like, it's always that thing of like, what can I do in this medium that people aren't already doing? And I feel like shooting on film kind of gives it that, that extra little mm -hmm. texture type yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, it kind of started off as like something uh, recreational, but I'm trying to get more serious with it. I feel like my shit's kind of getting there. Nice. What, uh, how would you describe, like, your style of film? 
can it, can it, uh, sexy, uh, sexy. Sexy. <laughs> well, you wear several different hats. It's uh, you know, an increasingly okay. important. It's an increasingly important uh, part of you know being outstanding and sticking out from you know others that you can easily be grouped in. It's like anyone can be like, oh, this guy raps like. So do like all these other people that you know rap in the city, but but you're also you also make beats. You also you know can you like to take pictures and you know you're trying to like. You and know. I kind of dabble in video videography and editing. Sure. Yeah. I've done some shit for Kane. I've done some shit for myself. Shout out Kane, dude. Kane, I love Kane. <laughs> I, I I like having him on the show is like. My first time even actually oh, yeah. really getting to know him. <laughs> but you really don't know. Kane is he's one of my favorite humans. Yeah. Who inspires you? I mean, everything and everybody really inspires me. Like, uh, especially like music-wise, I'll, I'll, I'll look up to a lot of people. Like, uh, I really like Fat Man Key. Fat Man Key has been a great inspiration over the years. Dylan Brady, uh, produced by THC, their production group. They've done like. Collie Greens by Schoolboy Q and Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick. Uh, who else? Fucking um, Aman Amari. He's like a soul singer slash like jazz pianist slash mm -hmm. producer. Yeah. Just like people who are like pushing the culture slash sound forward. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah. No, I, I absolutely. I agree. Um, I feel like I get inspired by people that just like, like, genuinely are very excited about their craft and about what they're doing. You know, like, I mean, it's one thing for people to, you know, do something because they feel like they need to do it because, you know, people expect you to put something out because you're an artist or a creative. When someone actually like is feeling super excited about it, super happy, like, you know, and just has fun with it without taking themselves too seriously. Those are my favorite people to be around. Those are my, like, I feel like the people that are living their life in the most like, you know, in the most wholesome and most like balanced way, you know? Cause it's, it's I mean, it's important to take yourself seriously, but not so much to the point. Yeah. Okay. Not to the point where it's like, you can't like, you know, make light of situations or, you know, just like, yeah, just have fucking fun with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I kind of took a step back, like, <clears throat> with 96 Dion because I wanted to, like, to be special, but, like, I felt like I was kind of taking music too serious at one point. So, like, it was, I'm not rushing this project. I'm not, like, it's just... The, the entire approach to it, I just feel like it's different than any other approach I've done. Everything's just kind of been coming to me naturally. It's been forced, like, it's, uh, I think the first song I came up with was Keys. I would tell everybody this shit, but one night I dropped off now, and he was connected to my Bluetooth, and I didn't connect to the Bluetooth, so my radio was just like, no, not on. Yeah. So, Keys is jingling inside the car. No sound, just Keys jingling. Right. I was like, that shit sound nice. I'm gonna put that in the beat. And like a month later, finally made the beat, and then like a month after that, started writing to the beat. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a cool instinct right there. Yeah. You know? And that's why this everything that's been on that's gonna be on the project has just been off of instinct. Nice. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. I like art. when if you could turn like just an everyday like sound, like an unconventional sound and turn it into a texture that somehow becomes catchy, then you know, that's a that's a real like talent, you know. That's a real that's that's a very like unique ear to have, I feel, you know. Just using sound and noise in general is like a way to manipulate something that, you know, can be turned into something great. It's like making something out of nothing, you know? Yeah. All right, Neely. Um, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. Um, not being where I want to be. Uh, and then uh, what puts you to sleep? Um, what puts me to sleep? I like stand-up comedy. I fall, I fall asleep to a lot of stand-up comedy. Who's Who are, like, some of your favorite comics? Ooh, don't get me started. Maria Bamford. Nice. Um, fucking Morgan Murphy. Uh, who else? Tom Segura. Tom Segura's great. Uh, man, I, I love stand-up comedy. Yeah. And Mac Blake. I can go on all day. Nice. I like Jim Jeffries a lot. He's one of Jim my favorites. Jim Jeffries. Is that the British dude with the weird laugh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good shit. Oh, thanks for being on the show, dude. No problem. Uh, yeah, so you can find Neely's uh, debut uh, self-titled EP. Sometime soon. Well, maybe. You, well, your album's already your your EP's already out. Oh, yeah, I'm saying. EP out everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that's out. But keep an eye out for a uh, '96 Neon that will be coming out at some point. You heard it. I really Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, keep an eye for his album coming out. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.